Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to the Paranormal Rabbit Hole. Um, as you can tell, we've started doing things bi-weekly. Uh, just gives me, A, it gives me a little more time to do research on some of the other topics, and B, I do two other shows, so it gives me a nice little time to, to like I said, do research and, all, and also be with family. Um, but tonight, I wanted, I wanted to show you guys what got me into paranormal uh, studies, paranormal cases, cryptids, ghosts, goblins, and things that go bump in the night. So tonight, we're going to learn some of my paranormal experiences from when I was a kid to adulthood, and I'm going to share that with you tonight. Doesn't that sound like fun? So this night, we're going down my paranormal rabbit hole. So, guys, I guess the, the best way to start would be um, to kind of dive into my first real paranormal experience. So, the first thing that I remember, anyways, uh, being paranormal, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, cleared my throat right at you guys. I apologize. Um, but no, the first paranormal incident that I had happened to me was when I was in... Uh, God, I don't know. I was I was about ten or eleven, um, and at ten or eleven, I would I would stay home alone from school because you know my mom was like, okay, look, you know how to use a microwave, you know how to use a stove safely. Do those things. Don't burn down the house, which I did not. Uh, but <laughs> I remember <clears throat> there was one time that my mom was like, okay, hey, look, we're gonna go do this event. <clears throat> We're going to go do this event. Let me get a drink. Maybe that'll help. Uh, liquid IV. It's delicious. Very good. Gets you uh, three times the hydration for their hydration multiplier. I personally love their golden cherry and their grape. Their this isn't a commercial for them. This is just me saying it's actually a good product. You should try it. But... Um, I was five. I was five. No, I was in fifth grade. I was probably around 10, 10 or 11. <clears throat> as I said before, if you were paying attention, which I was not <laughs> to my own story. Uh, but no, this, and this was weird because, you know, I, my mom had called and said, Hey, we have to go here with, you know, someone like it was probably, we were going to go out to eat with, you know, grandma and grandpa, like the whole family would go out to eat. <clears throat> and, uh, she said, you know, you need to take a bath. And so I, you know, was like, oh, okay. Uh, this was this was around lunchtime, so I had plenty of time. She just said, you know, it's as long as you take your bath before we get home or when we get home, you know, as soon as we get home, you jump in the bath real quick. So that that was fine. That was all that was needed to be done. So I went and ate lunch and uh, sat and watched TV and heard the bath running. And I was like, now I know I'm supposed to take a bath, but... For it to be running right now, I would have had to turn it on while I was on the phone. <clears throat> and so I walked into the bathroom and the bathtub had, and this is this is why I knew it wasn't me because I wasn't even thinking about taking a bath. I was just, I was like, I had pretty much said that I was going to wait until mom and dad got home so I could take a bath because I was lazy and didn't want to do it right now. Um, but I remember, I was like, oh, Okay. And I walked in, the bathtub was just starting to fill. Like it was it wasn't full at all. 
It was, you know, like you had just stopped it up and it was just starting to kind of creep up the bathtub, the the bottom of the tub. <clears throat> and so I turned it off and backed up and then I called my mom and I said, hey, you're at work. You haven't left work. And she goes, no, I've been here the whole time. What's up, bud? And I said, is dad, did dad leave early? Is he on his, did he come home early? Did I miss him coming in? She's, no, dad doesn't get off work until later. <clears throat> so uh, I said, the bath was on. So I thought one of you just came in and turned it on for me. And she goes, no, neither of us are home. It's way too early for your dad to be home and I'm not home. And so I was like, well, the bath was on. And I said, I didn't turn it on. She's like, you sure you didn't forget? And I said, no, because after I got off the phone with you, I ate lunch and watched a movie. And so I've, I've, I've just been watching, like, I, I don't remember what movie it was. It was I mean, if we're going to be honest, it was either Jurassic Park or Ninja Turtles, the live action movie um, from 1989. <clears throat> Whew. Dude, let me tell you guys. Uh, and that was, that was it. That was that story. Actually, that's all from that. Um, that was my first paranormal experience. Nothing actually, uh, came about after, after that, uh, from that, you know, from that incident of the bath turning back on again, it never did that. Um, but what, uh, <clears throat> what I was about to say is, man, allergies are killing me today, this week. Uh, I, I walked outside the other day and, uh, just because usually what I'll do is when I'm getting ready in the morning, I'll get dressed and get everything done and, and then take my lunch to my car. So it's already in there. And then I'll come in and sit with the family for, you know, the next couple of minutes and maybe eat a little breakfast. And <clears throat> But I did that. I walked out to my car to put my lunch in, came back in, sneezed five times in a row. And then my eyes started to feel very tight and close. So I was like, ah, yes, springtime is truly with us. So now uh, my nose is running incredibly fast every day, uh, trying to beat a marathon record here with uh, my nose. <clears throat> and so I have to keep clearing my throat, and I do apologize. I'll try to drink some more water. <laughs> Ooh, my voice cracked a little. <clears throat> so the next event to happen in, in my in my parents' household was, uh, again, probably around, I'd say seventh or eighth grade. Uh, we had a dog that had cancer and lost its leg or no, actually this is just around high school, the beginning of high school, uh, or the end of, I don't remember. I'm terrible at this. Uh, I was around 18 actually. 18 or 17 or 18. Um, and one of our dogs had died from, it had gotten cancer in its leg. And when we had his leg amputated to, you know, keep him around because my dad, it was my dad's favorite dog. You wanted to keep his dog around. Uh, so they took the cancerous leg and got all the cancer out. And then within two days he, he passed, he died. Um, <clears throat> and I was, I was at home. Um, I think on summer again, on summer break. And, the other dog that we had, that was his brother. They were from the same, the same brood. Uh, we had two of them. <clears throat> That's a story to itself. I do apologize for clearing my throat so much, man. <clears throat> but we had his, his twin up. He was upstairs. He usually just stayed upstairs on, in my parents' room. 
and and would live a, he would go up there and then come down for a walk, eat, chill, but then go back upstairs. That was just his life. He liked to do that. That was his thing. And he was upstairs, and me being at home, you know, I'd do various chores around the house for my parents and uh, or go get the mail and bring it in. And I was going to get the mail. Walking into the room, uh, I'd put on some CDs on my on my dad's. This is just to show you how how old I am on disc changers. <coughs> this thing had five discs, and a big. It was a big tray. It looked like a DVD player with a big tray that would pop out, and it had five or six. I think it was six discs. And you could put six discs, and it was awesome at the time because you could just put six in and change it to whatever you wanted to, or it would automatically cycle through the discs and play the whole albums until inevitably getting back to one. Um, really, really cool because it was stereo. It was just simply for for CDs, for music. Um, and it was awesome. It was awesome. But uh, I had some music on that, and I was, you know, back strutting to the door, just kind of dancing with the music, like, I'm going to get the mail. Uh, 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 uh. And look over in the corner, and I see our dog kind of curled up in the corner like he's sleeping in that corner. And I look over, and I'm like, hey, hey, hey. And I go back, and I'm like, wait a minute. And I stopped and ran upstairs, and I was like, oh, the other dog's up here. There's no way that dog went from that corner to upstairs like that because I would have seen him run in front of me to go upstairs. He would have been seen. <clears throat> and so I remember seeing that and being like, oh, shit, I just saw our, our dead dog's ghost. Because it was. It was it was our dog. It was our, our dead dog that had just died maybe a, a month or two ago. And I was like, man, whoa, that was that was that was Chopper. That was Chopper, in which was his name. They were Chopper and Chance. And Chance was upstairs. Uh and then I think the next year, to be honest, <clears throat> the next year I saw like I was going from the, the living room to the kitchen and I saw a tail on the other side of the table, walking, you know, between the wall and the table. And I stopped and I was like, Oh, and I said, Hey dad, is chance in there with you? And he goes, yeah, he's sitting right here. And I was like, so no, there's no other dogs inside. And he goes, Nope, no other dogs. And so I was like, okay, okay. I think I just saw a ghost because I just saw a dog's tail, you know, crossing over like chopper was looking for food. And he goes, no, it's not chopper. It's chance. And chance is in here. He goes, so, that's, he goes, that's weird. That's really weird. And so just, you know, just a couple of animal based, um, a couple of animal based stories there. And, uh, that was really it for, for like just kind of the animal based ones. Uh, the first one was just kind of weird, you know, just kind of strange. Um, and then, after that, it really starts to get weird. Um, <clears throat> I'll never forget. There was one night. Um, I was out in the woods. 
And I never had a problem going out into the woods. The, the woods were always very comforting. Um, and especially as I got older, going out there at night, like my buddies and I, we would go out there just just on the terms of seeing how long we could stay out in the middle of the forest at night with nothing but like big, log, heavy, like wooden sticks that were picked up on and purposely like, you know, carved and whittled and treated to become hardwood sticks for beating the shit out of something if it attacked you. Because uh, animals were a lot, a lot more vicious when I was a kid. Uh, maybe because I was smaller. <laughs> ah, you know, they're they're much bigger when you're a kid. Uh, but no, as a teenager, we would go out there and just just on the dare to see who could last the longest. And of course, we would always be out there till like two or three in the morning and go, okay, it's, it, now it's time to go in because it's three o'clock and we need to go to bed. Instead of just sitting in the middle of the woods, more than likely drinking beers. Uh, maybe, um, but mainly just chilling out, telling stories and just listening, listening to the, the forest at night. Uh, it was pretty, pretty fucking cool growing up out in, you know, in the wilderness (laughs) with the, with the woods in the, in your backyard. It was pretty awesome. Um, and you knew what to listen for to, to be safe. You know what, what sounds were good and what sounds were, and of course you carried a flashlight and a big stick. Um, walk softly, carry a big stick. But we would always, you know, get out of there by going through an open field uh, with open moonlight so we could see the, you know, what was in front of us. Um, And nothing, nothing ever weird. Like I never saw Bigfoot. (laughs) Um, Never saw Bigfoot, but, and I will have my parents come on and and tell stories um, to kind of add as an addendum to this, to this episode. If I used that word correctly, I I don't know. I don't know if I did. Um, I've had some alcohol, some hard AF seltzers. Man, these things are like 8% alcohol per volume. Three is dangerous. Four is deadly. Four is fuck. They will fuck you up. Uh, But they're good. Oh, man, they're good. Um, I've only had one, I think. I don't know, two maybe. Now I don't remember, and I'm really worried about that. No more than two. No more than two. No more than two. God, please. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, no more than two because I'm able to still talk. Uh, but I am talking a lot with my eyes closed. So that means I've had at least two. I'm feeling good. Um, liquid IV. <laughs> liquid IV does help with hangovers, too. That's beautiful. Um uh, and they are not a sponsor of this show. I'm not doing that because they're a sponsor. I'm doing that because it works. I've used it. Uh, but no, uh, I, I, I never saw Bigfoot. But we were, I, I remember hanging out and we were just, you know, just kind of walking back because it had gotten to be dark. And usually when we were down in the woods, we were either cleaning out the creek because my dad was a stickler for that. He's like, you know, if you're down there, clean out the creek. If you're down there, and we would do it. We'd clean it out because we had nothing better to do than just sit there, talk, and clean the creek out. Or build forts. Um, a few of them are still around. I'll put some pictures up uh, of one of them. But uh, it was cool. We would build these lean-tos and stuff. And just that's all we did out there was either clean up the creek or build lean-tos and, and forts. Just for the hell of it. Just to build them. Um, and honestly, the sticks were... <laughs> when I look back, I'm like, as a teenager, when we would build those and try to re-maintain them, because you know, we built them and then they'd fall over, we'd rebuild and they'd fall over. Back and forth, and we got them to stay up a few, t- like for very long times. Um, 
and it was just honestly it, it was it was the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again and they were never tall enough for us to actually sit in uh, the lean twos were the lean twos definitely were but the the other forts were <laughs> we we could stand over and look at them and go yeah we could probably fit two people in there good but that's that you'd be sitting there on your on your knees and your butt that's it yeah Okay, no, we need some. Uh, we did build a, a cool fire pit one time, uh, and that maintained for about two or three years, actually. That was very well built, surprisingly, uh, with mud and rock, just some mud and rock at the base, too. But that was cool. We, and a bridge, we built a bridge to go over this like little creek bed dip thing that there was. A, it was cool. It was cool. Um, we had rope swings, so we would mostly go out there, build forts, and you know, swing on these vines or these ropes that we would tie up in trees, and it was it was cool. Um, and so, I remember being out there one time with my my buddy Derek, who's actually been on one of my podcasts. He was uh, he served in the Navy, and I remember being out there and just hearing this strange, like like almost cat like sound, like this hiss or this. <sighs> like something like that, but it was, it was an, like an animal making a noise, but it wasn't an animal because, you know, it didn't sound like a Fox, which they can, if you, if you've lived out in the country, when you're a kid, you learn very quickly, you know, Oh my God, there's so many terrifying sounds. And then your mom and dad will go, okay, well, here's this sound. These weird whistling chirping sounds that you hear that are just all over the place that seem like they're surrounding the house. They are just frogs down at the waters, man trying to talk to each other because I remember being a kid and hearing the frogs chirping at night and thinking it was aliens coming up from the pond to surround the house and I was I remember t- closing the window and then my mom getting frustrated and opening it and then I told her my frustration she goes oh sweetie come on let's go down and then she took me down there in the middle of the night uh, probably realistically like eight o'clock tops <laughs> and she showed me she you know showed me all the frogs and I was like oh they're the ones making that noise and when you went at them they jump and kind of you lose the sound but it would be off in the distance just a little bit down at the creek bed or something um and so you'd always hear them and so you're like oh okay oh, okay and so when you hear a bobcat or um and, and then in the area that we lived in it would normally be owls barred out barn owls um just uh, there's two or three different types of owls that live here Hawks that would, or falcons that would, or hawks or falcons that would hunt at night, owls, fox, coyotes, and bobcats. Which those three th- the f- coyotes are terrifying. They're terrifying. They sound terrifying. I mean, it's just a fact. <laughs> they, they, if you, and if you're a bunch of them, you're like, oh, fuck, do we need to, do we need to move? And, uh, It's, it's, it's really, really kind of creepy to hear a fox because they, they make these yipping sounds. Um, and it's these weird sounds, uh, but the vixen, the vixen call, uh, let's see, I can actually try and find one, uh, as a little kind of research here. Uh, but we're gonna, we're gonna do a vixen cry here. So here we go. Well, that's an ad. We're not going to do that. You don't get free advertisement on this show, bucko. You're going to get talked over until you... Here we go. 
This is a fox. It's going to make a noise here in a second. That's a fox. That is a fox. Bobcats, let me tell you something. Bobcats sound even more terrifying than that. Like, if you can imagine, it sounds like a woman just screaming bloody murder on my, or mules. Mules, also. But all these sounds, you know, if you've never heard them before, you would think they were something from beyond. Uh, but these were all sounds we had to grow up with. But this was something I, I didn't recognize. And at that age, I, I knew mules, fox, owl, bobcat. Knew them all. Knew what they had sounded like because I had heard them before and been terrified. Um, because those sounds are pretty terrifying. Um, anyways, back to the main part of, of what I was saying. You know, it was just something that we had never heard before. So we ran back home and were, you know, pretty thoroughly freaked out. Um, in, that that was the one that was the one weird thing that we heard outside. Um, after that, we never really heard anything strange outside. Um, while we were outside, uh, now my dad and I, and I'll have my dad tell this story. Um, he and I were out riding horses, and he'd seen a light in the sky uh, go down into the trees. So he can. I'll bring him on to talk about that. My mom has actually some pretty interesting stories. Her her family actually had some interesting. Uh, things happen to them. So I'll bring them on from, you know, at, at some point and have them tell their stories. But, um, as, as far as it goes, being at home, um, there are a few other stories I want to bring up. And one of those is, um, that's, um, I don't know how to describe it, actually. <laughs> um, you know, my, my parents have strange activity all the time right now, like things just falling over, flying off off the, the mannequin, uh, strange stuff like that. They have weird things like that happen all the time, they say. Um, and my mom's taken to writing it down. Um, but when I was there, the strangest thing, that we had happen was uh, one time, and this is probably when I was about 16 or 17. Um, we went to, I forget what we actually, where we were. We were, oh, we were living at the first house that we had um, in, in, out in the country, it was a trailer and my dad went outside and you could hear this whistling like it was just somebody whistling and it was this weird 
tune over and over again that just kind of you could hear from somewhere not it wasn't in our backyard it wasn't in the field it wasn't in the woods in the edge of the field behind our yard um and it just repeated it was the same tune over and over again repeating over and over and over uh and so my dad was like let's let's get in the car and let's go around this neighborhood and see if we can locate it and we ran around the neighborhood and out to you know certain roads um to kind of find out where this sound was coming from. And I, we never found it. But it just, it was weird because it was a whistle. It was like a person whistling. Like they had just, and you know, I think we had come upon a wrecked mail car, but there was nobody in it. But it was as if the person in that mail car had just said, you know, wrecked his car and taken off walking and started whistling the same tune, just walking through the woods trying to get home. Uh, very strange, very odd, very peculiar. Um, but it was just an odd event. And it was almost as if this phantom whistler was just kind of always just out of shot whistling for us to come closer. And maybe, you know, people say that Bigfoot's whistle. Maybe that was it. <laughs> you know, who knows, trying to draw us into the woods. Uh, you never know. Strange things can happen. Um, I'm not a big Bigfoot guy though. I'm not the biggest Bigfoot fan. So, uh, but that's a different story. That's a different story. We're going to get into that very soon. But, um, one of the other strangest events that I've ever had happen. And I'm sorry, I wasn't 16 at that time. I, this was the trailer was actually when I was younger. Um, but I was 16 during this event and I was conflating the two because I, I want to get to these two events, but, uh, that that first one I wanted to tell because it was just so odd. Um, but this one is, is the fact that it was heard by multiple people at the same time. Um, and more than once, more than once. Um, and that is that we had a, we were at the other house and this was before we had any kind of shower or anything at that house. This was an old farmhouse, um, uh, that my parents have lived in for years. And, I was, this one, this is probably about when I was 16. I was taking a bath because again, they didn't have a shower yet. They didn't put a shower in until I was much older. Um, but it was late, probably around seven or eight o'clock. And I'm sitting in the bath and I hear this scraping sound. Like it's somebody, it sounds like somebody unrolling a big chunk of plastic wrap. But, it got closer and closer and louder and louder. And then it just sounded like something taking a sharp, like a rake and just pressing it really hard against the side of the house and just running it while it's pressing the rake into the side of the house. Just all around the house, all around the house. And it was very strange. But it it just, and my dad was like, did you hear that? And I said, yeah, my mom comes from upstairs. She goes, what was that? Did you guys hear that? And my dad goes, yeah, it was all around the house. He said it started from the corner of the kitchen where the sink is and went from all the way back, all the way to the front porch, around the front porch to the back porch and then stopped. And I said, did you go outside? He said, no, I just looked out the window to see if there was anything there. Like he said, you know, I thought maybe a deer was running its, its antlers along the side of the house. He said, but deers wouldn't do that. They would, And especially he said, we have, you know, dogs. So it would drive the dogs crazy and they'd get freaked out by the sound of the dogs and stop. 
and he goes, so I don't, I don't know what that was. And so, you know, I was, we, we just were very, you know, confounded by it. It's a very strange event. Well, a year later, um, going into the fall, I'm sitting there in my, in my room with my buddy, Derek, and he and I are, are probably, and I'm not going to lie folks at the time we were probably retro gaming before retro gaming was cool. Cause at this time we had, I think maybe PlayStation, PlayStation two, maybe. And we were playing the Sega Genesis games. Um, if that tells you anything. So, <laughs> so anyways, we were in, in, in my room, probably gaming and out of nowhere, we hear this sound again. And I look up and I'm like, oh shit, you're here for it. You get to hear it. And you hear that same sound again, just this just running along the entire side of the house. When it gets to my room, I jump up and I say, come on. And I run to the front door. My dad's already beaten me. He's ripping the front door open. And you hear it slide across where we are, but not touch the front porch. So we run, jump out. And I said, Derek, you run that way. Dad, you run that way with Derek. I'm going to run around this side of the house. We both split up and ran out from the house. And Derek, again, turns left and or turns right, bolts out towards the street. Because he's like, I'm going to see if anything runs that way. And just runs over in that field. And so we're all running around the house at the same time. Jumping over an electric fence that separates the backyard from the front yard. Um, and my dad and I, just like in Signs. <laughs> in Signs with Mel Gibson from M. Night Shyamalan. When they run around the house screaming. We kind of did the same thing. We were like, I'm going to kick your fucking ass, you pieces of shit. And Derek's like, I didn't see anything. And my dad and I are like, we didn't see anything either. No, we ran around the, completely ran around the house. And my, my dad ran towards the field to look out towards the field. I, you know, ran, you know, looking the other way. And Derek said, I didn't see anything going this way or, or out towards your, your, the neighbor across the street's house. I didn't, and I didn't see anything going into the woods. My dad said, I said, well, I didn't see anything over in the barn field or this fields to the left. So, or the, well, yeah, to no, to the right of the house uh, or the left of the house. So, you know, there's nothing there. There's nothing there because when I came out the door, I headed right and looked straight ahead to make sure nothing was running in those fields, then scanned the other fields. And in this thing, just never, we can never catch it, never catch it. And it only happened the two times. That's the strange thing. It only happened in two times, but it was so weird. And I mean, when we got up and ran, it had come around the house, so we should have caught it. By the time we ripped open the door, it should have been right there looking at us in the face. And it wasn't. There was nothing there. So very strange. A head scratcher for sure, as Jim Harold would say. Uh, good old Jim Harold. Love his show. Um, but one of the last two paranormal events that I had did not happen in nor around my house, actually. Um, one paranormal event happened when I was in the Bell Witch Cave, um, which is a famous, famous paranormal event in itself. Um, and we will be covering that. Uh, but it is a famous paranormal event in Adams, Tennessee. Uh, like I said, we will be covering it. We definitely will. Cause I love that story. Um, but when I was in the cave, I, you know, just kind of 
ask us, you know, show me a sign. I, you know, you can't follow me home. I do not give you permission, but just show me you're here. And I felt like a hand kind of digging into my chest, not, not violently, but just kind of like saying, Hey, here's your proof. You feel that that's proof because it was warm, but it wasn't, you know, mean. Uh, it was just very strange and, you know, nothing followed me home, uh, because <laughs> there would, there's been stuff there. Um, an interesting story. Um, I asked my father about a rosary that he had, a very old rosary. And I always thought that it was his, one of his parents, like one of his parents had had a Catholic, you know, pastor as a father and, uh, maybe retired. Uh, cause I don't know why I thought that that was weird. Maybe Lutheran because don't Lutheran people use that as well. I can't remember. I haven't, I haven't looked into the different religions in such a long time. Um, but he had a rosary and I asked him today, I said, Hey dad, where did that old rosary come from that you have? And he goes, Oh, that I found that under a house, an old house when I was a, a, a termite, uh, technician. So, you know, that may be where the paranormal activity is coming from. Just saying, maybe something had attached to that rosary that was, you know, <laughs> in the bottom of that house. Jesus. Good to know, Dad. Good to know. But the other paranormal event that I had was when I went over to a, a buddy of mine, my co-host, Ray, uh, for the WTF Is This Sportscast. It's a fun sports show that we do. Uh, we cover a little bit of everything. Um, so... Check that out if you're a sports fan. Um, anyways, it was, we were in our 20s, uh, you know, kind of when in that inner 20s phase when you move home, move move out, move home, move out, you know, you're trying to find your permanent place where you're going to feel comfortable, where you're going to be happy. And uh, I went over to my buddy Ray's and, and he and I were, had, were really big into ghost hunting. Um you know, it was one of our, our little passions and we, uh, we enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. We loved it. It was great. It was, it was awesome. So we used to do that a lot and we went out to the cemetery that we had to take a long journey to get there. And I'll have Ray come in and kind of talk about it on one of the episodes, but it took a long time to get there. And, uh, it was it was one of those that was just so weird where we did we didn't in this occasion we didn't take any lights with us we didn't take any kind of lights which was very stupid very dangerous because this was an open field in the country where coyotes had been known to roam uh, but there were two grown we were two grown men with uh, I know we did we did actually have uh, weapons like sticks like you know bat baseball bats to defend ourselves uh, from coyotes because you know you can't defend yourself from a ghost uh, but we were at this this cemetery and it was just realistically the strangest things that happened. Uh, there were, you know, things walking around us, but you, you could, I mean, it was a very open field. You could see everything around you perfectly clear. Uh, you could see where there was a tree line for, for a Creek bed. And I mean, clear as like it was clear as day because these were moonlit. Well, like full moon nights, very beautiful nights too. And out in the country, if you have a full moon night, you can see the bla individual blades of grass. It's so fascinating. Um, but it's one of those where we were out there, you could see everything surrounding us and you could hear these footsteps, but you couldn't see anything. And it was sounding like something was just running around us trying to keep us inside that little cemetery. Um, and we finally just got 
you know, we got tired of it. We were like, okay, this thing's just, whatever it is, is messing with us. We need to just go ahead and head back. Um, and we did. We, we, by the grace of God, made it back without dying or getting injured or killed by anything uh, paranormal or natural. <laughs> so, um, you know, it was just one of those strange, strange events, man. Very creepy, very crazy. And a lot of strange things happened at his house. We'll have to talk to him about. Um, but, yeah, definitely weird. Definitely strange and odd. But other than that, yeah, that's it. So that was kind of... What started me, uh, realistically, that and the Loch Ness Monster, man. There was a book in my library in school about the Loch Ness Monster, and I fell in love with it. And then Mokele Mbembe, I fell in love with that. So paranormal, cryptid, and kind of living fossil stuff. So uh, that plus all of those events were uh, what kind of forged me growing up as as a young man in the paranormal. Uh, It made me interested because I just experienced things. Um, there was one event that I experienced at my house, um, that I'll have to add on because my wife shared that experience with me. Uh, but yeah, boys and girls, uh, until that moment, we will, uh, pause here. Okay. So. The missus is here with me, Mrs. 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 Hunter, Renee. Hi, hello. And um, Renee, I brought you on this episode because this is the paranormal events that have happened to me that have shaped me. Now, this you wouldn't classify this technically as a paranormal event, would you? Or would you say it is? Let me say this: I was certainly freaked out by it the next one or two days after this happens. But I think back on it now, and I don't know if I would qualify it as paranormal or if I was just creating something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, did we have our, our, our first child? Yes. You know this because what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was just making sure. Yeah. Without giving it away, you know that we had the first one, but yeah, that's right. That's right. But she was little. Oh my God. Yeah. How can I forget that? How can I forget that? Cause that gives the story away. Yeah. It's like, I can't say how. (laughs) Kind of. But she was she was itty bitty. She yeah. wasn't even a year old yet. Yeah, that's right. So our firstborn, uh, she was tiny, tiny baby, little baby. And I I was working for a retail company at this time that I shall not name. Uh, it's been named in other shows, and I do not like it. I can't remember where. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I had to go on the timeline. I was like, where was he? I remember not. But uh, and I was I was this is right before I left. Um. <clears throat> But I was waking up around, what would you say, around 5 o'clock? 5 o'clock in the morning. In the it morning. was it was dark outside still. It was cold. And cold. On this night. Yes, it was. And I yep. woke up and, and I walk, I got dressed. Uh, and what I would usually do is I'll get my clothes on. Did you hear that? Brush my there teeth. What? I burped. Oh, I thought you were talking about her. <laughs> You're welcome, audience. Yeah, this is well, this is this is the for. paranormal show that that does include drinking. We're not we're vulgar. I've said the f word. Quite that was a few just a diet, Doctor Pepper burp. I'm so sorry. It's okay. That's okay. And she's also my co-host for another podcast that we do. But moving on, we I, I would get dressed and then I'd go eat. Yeah. And so on this day, I was walking by the window, uh, and our, din- our our dinner table was tiny. <laughs> you got to you, we okay, you have to paint a picture. We were in a duplex. It was a two bedroom, one bathroom situation. 
it was one of those you walk into the front door into the living room and then immediately after it was the kitchen standing from the front door you could pretty much uh, it wasn't like a shotgun house necessarily but you could definitely fire a gun and it would go to the back of the house it was yeah. really small it was a small duplex yes uh, what somebody had done is they had taken a one uh, uh, just a large house and just rebuilt and, the and, inside and as divided a it in the two yeah essentially and so we we were there and we had our air conditioning unit was right beside the window near the dinner table. And as I was walking by this morning, um, like I said, it was particularly cold, probably f- uh, April, May, March. No, it was like February. Wasn't was it? It? It, was, well, it, was, it was a bitterly cold morning. It was a it cold was, morning. It was like 18 degrees. Cold. No, I wouldn't. Say, ooh, I wouldn't. I just hit my microphone. <laughs> I, I wouldn't okay. say that. I don't remember the timelines, but I do remember it was fucking cold. It was. It was. It was damn near. It was damn near. It was below freezing. freezing. Yeah, it was cold. So, uh, but I walked by and I was just like, man, our air conditioner sounds really hampered. Like it sounds like something's messing with it. Like you know, like something's ice. blocking it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, shoot, I'm gonna look out the window. And see what's going on. So I look out the window, and as I look out, I see this gray, small, round head turn and look up, and I see the eye, the black eyes, look at me. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, what I saw in front of me was the usual form of a gray alien. Like I saw the head, I saw the eyes, and it looked like it turned and looked up at me. Yeah. And so I'm sitting at this window, and I'm looking back at this thing looking at me, and the within humans, there is the fight or flight uh, switch that will click on when danger is near. Ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you that flight mechanism does not exist it, it's inside of me. It turned off in you. You are... <laughs> I always kind of say you're a little overly aggressive, but I don't want to say that because that makes you just sound like you're an asshole. I'm not overly aggressive you're, at all, actually. You're <laughs> super aggressive in... Super protect. I'm aggressive when it comes to protection. is a good one because I can also remember this is completely irrelevant, but somewhat relevant to what I'm trying to get across. When I worked for Kroger, I'll say mm-hmm. the I'll say, I'll say where I worked. There was a guy that cut me off, and he called me a cunt. And you punched your windshield, <laughs> and then because I was meeting you in the parking lot to exchange, said oldest born that we have, mm-hmm. you punched your windshield and you flew out and you went to this guy screaming whatever it was at him. Didn't you? Didn't you get yeah, out and you I, went running? I did. Yeah, no, and then you backed the off when when you saw that he had a gun and you went, oh, okay, well, never mind. But you were so protective and angry, for lack of a better word, that you quite literally shattered the windshield Yeah, because you punched it. Because this guy just pulled up because and called you guy, the C word. Yeah, because he cut me off. Yeah. And then I flipped him off, which probably wasn't smart. But then he called me a cunt. And you reacted. So it kind of the same how <laughs> you saw what you saw was an alien. And instead of being like, oh, shit, I'm going to go hide. I your first to, reaction. My first reaction was to go to the kitchen drawer and grab a knife and then run outside. <laughs> and run out and be like, and show yourself, motherfucker. I mean, that's you. Yeah, no, I did. So what I did was I grabbed a knife ran outside and proceeded to scream i know you're yeah i know you're out here i saw you you little bitch come on out i'm gonna Uh fucking kill you you're not getting us i'll fucking kill you i'm not shocked come out you you motherfucker because that's what you do and this was at five in the morning like 5 48 in the morning ladies and gentlemen almost six o'clock in the morning the sun is just peeking over the horizon and i have run outside (laughs) Uh uh-huh 
screaming at the top of my lungs with a steak knife in my hand. Yeah. A very sharp serrated steak knife in my hand. But also a shitty steak knife because we didn't have good knives at that point. But No, this one you had gotten the black ones that oh, we have it? now. Yeah. You okay. got Yeah. Sure. So, but yeah, and I was, uh, that at that point I realized I look insane. I need to go back <laughs> in the house. <laughs> if any of our redneck my neighbors, neighbors are, going to be are watching, terrified. they're like, what the fuck What is, is going that? on? What the? What is he yelling at? Oh. And so then I... What is he on? I had proceeded to walk back in the house, sit down on the edge of the bed, and tell you. I said, hey. Yeah, I'm coming out of a dead I'm, sleep. And I'm then not you, sure, yep. but I think I just saw an alien. Like I said, I'm coming out of a dead sleep, and I hear that. I think I just saw an alien. And, of course, I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. But you said you knew something was up because you were very how shaken. I was acting. You were shaking. Yeah. And I was like, okay, how am I supposed to react to this? So, of course, I can't go back to sleep after that. Yeah. I think you you kind of brush it off, I think, at a point where you're like, oh, I, I got to finish getting ready. Yeah, I got to go to work. There's nothing going to change what and I just saw. I'm not going to sugarcoat your morning routine, but you go into the bathroom and you stay there <laughs> and you sit on the toilet for a good minute. Um, <laughs> the glamorous lifestyle, everybody. He yeah. goes and he sits on the toilet and I'm up at this point. So I'm like, no, I was hell? still sitting on the bed at this point. Were you? I would yes, swear I was, you were was, on the toilet. No, I was sitting on Granted, the bed. Granted, this is, this a, is when I was younger. I hadn't gotten to that point yet. Okay. This is 11 years ago. I don't remember. No, I didn't. My but, stomach was way more fortified back then. <laughs> He's always back a then. long pooper. But anyway, I get up, you're doing whatever. I go into the kitchen and I look out the same window just out of curiosity. And then I see what I would swear is a gray alien, alien head with big black eyes. To put in, into perspective the kind of alien head that you see like on cartoons, like your typical cartoon drawing. Or if you just Google cartoon alien head, that same oval, just the, just the usual oval alien shape, shape with the big oval eyes. But more real. Yeah, but real. Like it was looking at me and it freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. And then I look, I go back because you say. And then I tell you, hey, I saw it. I it's see back. it. I, I see, see it. it. And I come running up to the window. Now it started to get a little more daylight by now. Yeah. And as I pull the blinds back to look again, I kind of see the flash of it and I back up and then I'm like, wait a minute. So ladies and gentlemen, just to show you that sometimes what you see is not what it always turns out to be. I noticed that as the daylight came through, it showed a little more definition of what I was seeing. Mm -hmm. And so what we had seen was our daughter's black shoe, those little vinyl black shoes, like Sunday school shoes. I'm getting real Southern on you, but you know, Sunday school shoes, they're those black shiny shoes. Yeah. Dress shoes for little girls. And, we had left them sitting on her high chair tray, which was which right was next to the window, right next to the window. Again, and when you duplex. saw it through the window, uh-huh. it looked oval shaped. So the two black shoes, we think were what were was eyes. creating the eyes. As far as the alien, the gray alien, I mean, a part of this to me is still kind of a mystery. Like I'm still kind of 50, 50 on, did we see something or was it just a reflection? I think it was just a reflection. I think honestly. it was too. And I, it was early and I was already kind of shaken because you. you know, so I had influenced you. You had influenced me to believe, oh, I'm about to see an alien right now. 
because I don't believe in aliens. Well, no, I really because don't. I was like, if 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 first of all, if you were able to see it, I was like, this motherfucker had the balls to yeah, come you, back. Yeah, you immediately kind of relaxed and you went, oh, well, if she just saw the exact same thing, then surely not. There's something up. Yeah, yeah. why would it come back? It. The logical part of my brain was saying the same thing, but then again, the the irrational part of myself was yeah. like, "What if something was actually there?" And then, seriously, for a good, I think afternoon, I was because I wasn't really working at the time. Yeah, you were freaked out still. I was freaked out, and I'm pretty sure I just kind of chilled up at my at my mom's house for the <laughs> afternoon, which is something because my mom and I, I'm not gonna say we don't get along, but she's not really my person I want to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. Lover, but I don't want to hang out with her. <laughs> I hung out there for the afternoon because you were freaked because out. I was freaked out. I didn't want to be left alone in that, in that living room, which is ridiculous. I think it's more because it was out in the middle of nowhere, and because we were out in the middle of freaking nowhere, it was like a, it, like signs like was bump fucking Egypt, bump fucking yeah. Egypt is like where they we were, were. going to walk out of the cornfields and come get me. Yeah, like that's what was in my head. But at that time, there were no cornfields next door no, to there us. There wasn't. It was. It would be across the street. Yeah, but no, there weren't. They but still, put, that's what was in my out. head. So I just wouldn't. And I, we had such a small child. Yeah, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I, wouldn't, I, <laughs> I wouldn't plan. Yeah, no, I get it. But yeah, that's it. So, boys and girls, thank you for for joining us for this episode of Paranormal Rabbit Hole. You can check us out on Instagram at the Paranormal Rabbit Hole Podcast. That's all one word: the Paranormal Rabbit Hole Podcast. Um, Renee. Thank you for coming on and sharing our story. You're so welcome. (laughs) All right. That's it, boys and girls. And thank you for coming down my paranormal rabbit hole with me. Good night.